Welcome everybody to the Minimap Cast. This is Minimap.com.au's weekly games podcast, your favorite weekly games podcast. Uh, first one of 2023. My name is Kerry Palmer, and joining me, as always, is Jeremy Bradetich. How are you, Jeremy? I'm good. I'm good. We made it. It's a new year. It's the same podcast, but it's better. It is. As always, it is the same, but better. What does that mean? I don't know. I didn't really think about that before I said it. Um, this is our you would uh, this is our third start for the podcast. Uh, <laughs> um, but it, aside from that, we're having a great time. Yeah. In the in the pre-show live on Twitch, we were talking about the Black Eyed Peas, Peas? <laughs> the Black Eyed Peas, and uh, when the song "I Got a Feeling" came out, I thought it came out in like 2012, maybe one year prior, maybe one year earlier. Uh, maybe one year older, but no, it came out in 2009. Uh, and Jeremy quite happily told me that he was in primary school when that so- song came out. Final, final year um, of primary school, but definitely, definitely still primary school. <laughs> it's definitely not, not primary school. That's for sure. And then, and then you said, I got more to say about this, but we should do it live. Yeah. Yeah. Can yeah. We, uh, where are we going? So, uh, so for, 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 for those playing at home, um, anyone, <laughs> anybody keeping an eye on, on some of the social media pages, I've been making some, some additional posts on our social media pages. Um, you can find those to Minimap, uh, any social media page at Minimap AU. Um, stuff just like, you know, like news reports or like, you know, announcements and yeah, uh, check us out on Hive. No. Um, uh, or weekly, uh, like, you know, like th- this week, these games are going to release that sort of stuff, just to sort of keep you informed and keep the algorithm in our favor and all that, all that good stuff. Um, and so what I've been doing is I've been throwing together ideas so I can sort of try and have a post every day. Um, haven't, haven't quite hit that, but I got one every, every week, every weekday, every working day, which I think is a pretty good start to go for so far. And I was like, what's an easy win? Like, oh, I'll make a backlog of every game. Uh, that has got an anniversary this year and I can schedule those so far in advance because the anniversary is not going to change and so I can just have, you know, I've, so I've got a list here of a couple of games that have been their, their anniversaries. You know, Celeste is turning five years old this year, Kerry. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh man, that hurt. That, that one hit me like heartburn. Holy Ooh, shit. Oh yeah, you know, the Nintendo Labo is turning five years old this year, Kerry. Oh, uh, and uh, did you also know that uh, Pokemon Ruby and Sapphire on the Game Boy Advance is turning indeed 20 years old this year, Kerry? I guess that makes sense. And uh, and finally, just to put the nail on the head, uh, Super Smash Brothers... I've got Bra- one more to add to this, but yes, okay. continue. Uh, Super Smash Brothers Brawl is turning 15 this year. <sighs> yeah, right? Yeah, it all, it all checks out. It does all check out, Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Yikes! Just, 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 just I, uh, a bit of a downer to start the year on, I reckon. Yeah, thank you, thank you for that. I remember my um, I didn't buy, I didn't ever own Brawl, but my uh stepbrother at the time, de facto stepbrother, whatever, um, uh, his group of friends they were big into Smash, they were big into Melee, and then Brawl came out, so they're big into that one, and they got it faster by ordering an international copy, and they had to run this um disc cracked the Wii every time they wanted to it cracked the region lock on the Wii but right. they had to do it every time they restarted the console yeah, and yeah. you put this like, disc in it's like hot swapping a disc was it no it wasn't even that you put the disc in and it, and it'd be that that Wii home menu music and they would just go like B, and then a line would scroll down the screen while that sound happened 
and to get to the bottom and just and immediately resume back to boom, boom, and then you could put in the brawl disc and play it. Yeah, I I had yes, yeah, I had that. Yeah, I don't know what it was. I don't remember what it was either. Yeah, it's cool though. Was like little thirteen year old me was like, whoa. Yeah, right. Uh, but Jeremy, that all reminds me of something actually. Labo, Celeste, these things being five years old. As of, thank, thank you, Alex, for saying it was a stunning recreation. I didn't want to say it, so I'm glad someone did. Uh, speaking of being five years old, this is, this month is the five year mark of the first time we did content together. Fuck. I'm pretty sure, unless it was February, but like Uncharted Lost Legacy, our first game club podcast, which we did while the website was was under construction, before we had the name Minimap. Yeah, uh, that that was our first piece of content. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 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 what am I meant to do with that? <laughs> It's just me giving you back my heartburn for Celeste. <laughs> Minimap is going to um uh Minimap is going to primary school as of, as of this year. Maybe. Minimap Minimap is in that weird four-month period where you could send mm. Minimap to school uh like like a year ahead or wait until the next year and they could be a bit older. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Like me. Because I was born in February. Yeah. I started early and then I repeated the year. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's start the show. Uh, we got we got a few things to talk about at the front. We're going to talk about our plans for 2023 for Minimap, talk about some of the games we played during the break. And then uh, after the break of this podcast, not of the new year that we just had that I just mentioned when I said break before, but the current episode break, after this current episode break, We'll be doing our 2023 predictions for the industry for the year 2023 after the break. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so stick around for that. Uh, but before all that, let's get through the intros. Uh, the Minimap cast that this here show that you're listening to right now goes live on all podcast platforms. These are new dates, everyone. Pay attention. All podcast platforms every Wednesday with. 24 hours of early access given to all of our wonderful patrons. More on that in a, in a little bit. If you like what you're hearing, make sure you tell your friends and give the show a positive rating wherever you listen to your podcasts. It makes a huge difference and it only takes a few seconds. Uh, if you want to get notified every time a new episode is released, you can follow us on social media, on so many social medias. We are at MinimapAU on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and also Twitch where we are live right now Every Monday night, 6.30 p.m., another new time, 6.30 p.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Time for the live recording of the Minimap cast. Uh, we always hang out with chat before the show, during the current episode break, and after the show. Uh, and if that sounds like a good time, you can come and hang out with us there. That's free. That's every every Monday night, 6.30 p.m. Uh, we, want, we wanted to say thank you to Shook for letting us use the Moog Model D Improv as the music for the Minimap cast. You can listen to more of Shook's music at shook.bandcamp.com. And finally, Minimap is completely independent and funded entirely, wait, what? And funded almost entirely out of our own pockets. To help keep the mics and lights on, you can support us by becoming one of our patrons. For only $5 a month, you get the 
aforementioned 24-hour early access for all episodes of the Minimap cast, uh, some extra little bonus features we're planning on cooking up, and more, head on over to patreon.com slash minimapau to help us out. And remember, it's cheaper than a latte with oat milk. I had to... Um... Jeremy, that was flawless. Yeah, it was good. It was great. That was great. Nice that, was, job. that was seamless. It was like a slip and slide. Mm. Without seams. Um, yeah. The... the... When I wrote that, I had to uh, make sure to include almost entirely funded because technically every month we get $2 from one Brad Francis, our good friend. Yes, thank you, Brad Francis. A so, good friend who used to do the music for the for the previously named uh, Game Spoilers podcast. Yeah, our first bit of music came from Brad. Uh, Brad, we went to we went to uni with Brad and uh, and he's and he's helped me keep the ship afloat. So thank you as always, Brad. What if he knows? I wonder if he's any idea that for the past three years he's given Knowing us Brad, probably not. <laughs> Maybe, I reckon within the last three years, he's probably looked at his account once and been like, oh yeah, that's fine. Probably. And just let it go. I hope so. In which case, thank you all the more. Yeah. Now, Jeremy, I'm, I'm leaving this, this, here, uh, this here front, what we're doing section to you to handle. Uh, just because <laughs> I don't know how to view it in Notion <laughs> succinctly, but this is Notion is like a, 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 an accurate mapping of your brain right now, the ant tunnels of your brain. So, yeah. so please run us through it. Yeah, so so it's a new year, um, twenty twenty three, twenty twenty three. We're we're gonna we're gonna do some more stuff. We're gonna we're gonna do some 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 full on content creation for the website. When, when when we can make some time, do some things, put it together, be happy with what we make, and hopefully share that with you, and hopefully you 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 watch that or read that or consume that in any way, shape, or form, and enjoy it. And if you do, make sure you let us know. Um, we're making it because we want to make it, but we're making it because we want to do more things and have this be a a, a more um. Uh, impactful part of of the job, right? We want to be able to... We started a website five years ago. um, And since then, we've done a whole lot of podcasts. So so much podcasting. You you would never believe just how many podcasts we have done. Uh, I certainly don't. And I've got the number. (laughs) Like, like, Yeah. um, It's probably close to like 180 now. Something like that, right? Um, and we've done little things in between there. I've dabbled in like a news show, which 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 I couldn't quite couldn't quite commit to. We've written some articles. We've got some some let's play highlights that Kerry's thrown together. Kerry did a review for us. Um, Live stream reactions. Yeah, yeah, tons of stuff, right? But what if what if we what if we took a big old swing for actually keeping a really consistent schedule of content coming out? Um, so that includes a couple of things. The biggest one, I think, that that we wanted when when we decided to to really swing this year we the first thing we always wanted to do was to bring back um the the previously named game spoilers podcast now named mini disc um we've 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 spoken about it for quite a while um but we are finally bringing it back um alex who is in the chat he's going to be on the inaugural episode um oh yes the first one yes yes um which is exciting um that one uh is going to be the 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 mini disc podcast used to be a monthly show um we want to make sure we can get it done right so it's currently going to be a a a bi-monthly show or slash uh, what what did I say? What did I say on Discord? Fort monthly show. Monthly. <laughs> fort monthly show. One every two months. One every two it's months. The fort month. Fort month. Yes. Um. And 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 like I said before, Alex is going to be on the first one. 
Um, the mini disc show is going to be a lot more uh, guest focused, right? It's not just going to be Kerry and I for the most part. It might be if if you know things don't land the way they do sometimes with scheduling across people. Sometimes that happens, but for the most part, it's going to be a show which is going to feature uh, an additional voice, um, usually people that we've known through the industry or or want to meet. Um, this will be a really good place to do it. Um, we're also going to start doing like some other stuff as well. Um, one of the ideas that I think that, that we want to be able to try and put together, which I think I think we can, is is sort of a a like a a, a reaction to E threes of old is sort of what I've what I've dubbed it for now. Basically, we're just we're just going to watch some old E three streams and sort of talk to them a bit, talk about. Um, like the history. Yeah, like the history of what this E3 was, where the industry was at that time, the announcements that came with those E3s. Um, where is deep down? Yeah, like, like did this game come out? Did this game not come out? Where is this person who is on stage now? Did they swap from Activision to Microsoft? Did they swap from Microsoft to Activision? If your name is Phil, there's a good chance of both. Um, there, there, there was a guy named Phil who was in both. Um, the guy who went on to make Stadia. Um he was he was oh. yeah um there's a lot of there's a lot of that and that stuff's um interesting so so what we reckon is going to be like a like it it's going to be very just reacty we're just going to watch it we might pause it occasionally and just sort of talk to some stuff and keep going it's going to be a video show it's going to be on Pat- yeah. it's going to be on patreon early um and then it'll be put on our youtube channel after the fact we'll make a post on the website and all that good stuff um i have a quick question jeremy do you envision that we'll be doing multiple like maybe we do a series of like the shows from 2004 and we do microsoft nintendo playstation i i reckon so i reckon that seems like the fun way to do it um we could do like a bunch of you know we could do all of you know the um who's the company that used to do e3s you know like yeah like square enix occasionally yeah like you know like there were there were, yeah there were there were companies that used to do e3 prior to them not being really big enough to do e3 um so we could do a couple of those little ones as well as we go um so yeah, like stuff like that. We're going to be uh, writing an article. There's going to be an article going up on the website every week. Uh, primarily, probably going to be launching that on a Friday. Um, those articles are probably going to go live on a Friday. Um, it'll be one from Kerry, one from me. Rotating weeks. Going to write more. That was the point of the website. What if we bring it back to the point of the website? Have a good time. It'll 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 be all good. Um, yeah, stretch some new muscles too. Like yeah. Yeah, it's been a while since we've had those muscles like properly stretched in a way that was like, uh, you know, we're, we're putting our thinking caps on. Is 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 what I'll say. Yeah, doing doing a bit more learning, doing a bit more practice, doing a bit more growing. Yes, exactly. Um, and yeah, so like that, that that's it for the most part. We've also got um, the di- uh, we have launched our old relaunched our old minimap Discord. Um, that is that is now sitting there. You can join that. That is currently available to be joined via the website. If you go to the top or the bottom of minimap.com.au, there is a little Discord link. It will open up for you. Um, if you subscribe to our Patreon, you will get a patron-only Discord uh, role, um, which there's just like an additional channel for all the cool patrons to hang out with and chat. Um, but also it's totally free. Come hang out. Yeah. It's a bit of a ghost town right now, but come and help us 
build it. Yeah. And maybe it'll be more than that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's it's, it's <laughs> and we're gonna fill it out a bit more too, but <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 not just a ghost town. It's a it's it's promised land. You know, it is it is it is a it is a forest ready to be it is not a forest. It is a field ready to become a forest. <laughs> you know that classic saying? <laughs> it's a forest ready to be felled. Ready to be absolutely stripped clean. Tumbled over. Are you ready for concrete? <laughs> it's a forest ready to be a parking lot. Um, <laughs> yeah, so so we've, we've, got, we've got a bunch of stuff coming in the pipeline. Um we're gonna do a. We're gonna do like, for example, the second episode of the mini disc um, podcast is gonna be about Star Wars, um, Jedi Survi- Jedi Survivor. That one's gonna be on there. Um, but we've also got some other stuff that we're sort of throwing together, trying to get some get some regular good content out. And we would love it if you joined us along the way. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be good. Uh, I'm I'm looking for the I'm looking for the calendar, Jeremy. Yeah, I don't think I've. I- it's I, I can't find it. When is my when is my article meant to go up? Is that is that a week from now? Uh, it is the 20th, week and a half. Twenty seventh of January is when yours is currently set to be due. All right, everyone. Week and a half from now, I'm going to have an article up. So keep me honest. If you can't find it, nothing's wrong, probably. But yeah. <laughs> I said for, that. I'm like, oh, I don't know where to go from. If here. <laughs> you're looking for it and you can't find it then ping us and that might actually make us go, oh, fuck, someone wants to read my stuff. Fuck, <laughs> holy shit, look at that. <laughs> so, uh, literally at me. Yeah. <laughs> Not don't at me, at me, please. <laughs> so yeah, that's the, that, that's the state of the website. Um, there's, so yeah, make sure you follow, so our Facebook page, our Instagram page, our Twitter page, they are now being used much more than they ever have been. So if you want to sort of keep a very like tangential eye on new developments that are happening in any given moment, games that are going to come out this week, new reports that are coming through, announcements, you know, of an Xbox Direct or whatever the hell they're calling it, you know, you can go to our social media page and find that stuff. We're not writing articles about the news, but we are at least sharing it with you so you can get a lot actually out of following us. Yeah, so make sure you exactly. Do it. It's a good time. And, uh, and just for people in chat, well, we're, we're directing you to the website, but... I may as well just post it for you in chat. There you go. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's pl- plenty to look forward to, and you know, we'll see how it goes. As always with Minimap, we kind of find we we make our plans and then we find our rhythm. So we'll we'll see how it goes. I reckon we've set a really sustainable schedule for um, Mini Disc, and and the sort of two monthly schedule will allow us to do something new and exciting in the months off, hopefully. So if Jeremy wants is ready for another deep dive, if I finally do my Last of Us thing, that's kind of where you can expect that to be. So yeah, mini discs you can expect at the start of the second month, at the, the first week of the second month or of, 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 the, of the even months of the year. The first week February, of the, the, April, June, the, the, August, October, December. I don't think I'd be able to do that without... Skipping one in my head, so good. Nice I time. almost missed August. I almost forgot about August. It doesn't. <laughs> uh, so yeah, look forward to that. Um, that's about it. I'm very excited to have new guests on. I have any guests on? It's been a while since we've had guests on. Um, meet some new, some new friends, people in the industry, people we've seen on Twitter, people you know more than I do, people I know more than you do. It's going to be a good time. I'm, 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 I'm excited for how our plans pan out jeremy's made some new backgrounds and graphics I'm gonna try and find some new music for this other show it's gonna be great 
we have to do that by the way jeremy <laughs> i know i've been i've been i'll tell you later <laughs> all right right all right all right oh that's enough of the that's enough of the the, the background baseball. yeah uh, thank you, thank you for being here to listen to us and and enjoy this. If 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 uh, if you are listening to this kind of episode, it means you you've 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 been here because you want to be. You know what I mean? Like you've been here because I don't know. It just means a lot whenever anyone is here to Absolutely. to listen to what we we make and kind of any I don't know. It means a lot. So thank you. Uh, moving on, we're going to get into the, the normal show now and talk about the games we've been playing. It's been a bit of a weird break in terms of games. I haven't, I haven't like dived like, like, like neck deep into my backlog so far that like, uh, oh, I finished this and that and this, and I did that and I didn't like it. And it like done a bit of that here and there. And I did a little bit of this and a little bit of that, but like, you know, also Christmas happened and all of that. So, um, We've got a couple of random things to talk about. Jeremy, I know you've been bottled up for weeks since since break started and you spent a I wanna say like like four days game time over the over the course of like I, I don't know if ten was, days. I don't know if it was that much. It was it was because like I, I, I did leave it on a little bit, but I've I've been playing I've been playing I've finally been playing Death Stranding in a in a uh-huh. in a in a real way. Um, yeah, because you said before the break how you'd you'd picked it up. You, you started it like three times. The, 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 yeah, I've 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 done the beginning of the game three times. Um, yeah, once uh, at like once when the game came out, and then once when it came out on PC, and then yep. once more when it came the, when the the when the director's cut launched on the PlayStation Five. I picked that up on launch as well, uh, which was just an upgrade. I didn't have to buy the game for a third time. Um, so I've been playing Death That's Stranding. That's for the best. Yes. Uh, I've been playing Death Stranding. Um, and the thing about Death Stranding is this game is great. Uh, this game is so good. Uh, I can't believe how good this game is. Um, you you went from like, oh, the game's never really hooked me. And oh, Kojima's such a wit to, to just like, let me tell you about the strand. It's, it's, <laughs> like, yeah, right. Like, so... Like you came, like we were like, oh, let's hang out on Discord. And you're like, so I'm just going to sit here on chat and I've brought my PlayStation down from the TV where I was playing it. And now I'm going to play it at my desk and keep playing it. Yes. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> Watch I, me I, like this bridge. I did. I did do that. Um, it, and it was great. It was great. So, so the, the, there's a couple of, the, I'm just going to, I'm just going to share it. Like this is Death Stranding has been around for a little while now. Um, uh, people know a fair bit about this game, so I'm not going to bother going into like what the game is and all that stuff. I'm just going to share some stuff that kind of really took me by surprise. Um, of like a I I I couldn't quite believe how much um this game did interesting things in interesting ways, <laughs> and I know that sounds like reductive and like stupid, but like. Um, part of part of the 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 wonderful appeal of Death Stranding genuinely is I think that this is a a very uh, when when we talk about indie games, oftentimes we talk about a specific idea that is executed upon to a uh, a a at least different or um uh unique or novel degree, right? And that's 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 a, that's a reductive um way to describe indie games because that's not what indie games mean but that happens to be what a lot of indie games do and why a lot of indie games really 
um, become uh, like hits or cult hits, depending on the game, um, is because you can point to it and say, this singular game that is only made by a handful of people uh, executed on this one idea exceptionally well. You know, Super Hot is a perfect example of an indie game that executes on a first-person shooter game which only moves when you move. Um, that is the whole game. They Obviously, there is more to the game than that with a whole lot of different things, but when you boil the game down, that is what that game is, right? Yeah. Death Stranding is kind of like that. Death Stranding is a very, very singular, like, focused game about, like... Uh, about the the, the 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 forming connections i guess right this the strands if you will um but and 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 it's it, the game is very i'll be the first to say the game is quite uh wanky when it comes to all of that stuff um what but they still nail it right you you can be pretentious and still know exactly that you are being really good at something right i will watch sure like you can own it yeah James Cameron is a phenomenal director. He is pretentious as all hell, but holy shit, does he almost earn that? Almost, right? Almost. Almost. I don't think anyone Are should you be- here to say that Kojima earns his pretentiousness more than James Cameron? Uh, relatively speaking, in their own respective mediums, I think they earn it the same. Okay. Yeah. Um, because... This game is, you know, rebuilding America, Sam, Porter Bridges, all that stuff, right? And, you know, there's characters named Die Hard Man and Dead Man and... and Oh, the thing that messed me up is that, like, Bridges is his last name. It's also the name of the company. Also, you can build bridges. Yes. Also, Porter is his role, but it's also his name. Porter is his role inside of the company Bridges, which is also his name. Like, what the? Yeah. That is so messed up. It, it, it's very, it's very silly. It, it's, it's a very silly game, and I think the game knows how funny and silly that is. You know, you don't hire Guillermo del Toro to be in your video game and call him Dead Man and have him, have him have normal conversations with someone named Die Hard Man if you don't have a sense yeah. of humor, right? Like yeah. this game is funny. This game is capital F funny. But the, 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 the things that really, really surprised me were the way that I genuinely felt that even though this world is persistent and has been persistent for a while, and at the end of the ga- at the end of the day, the game has built all of the things through its community, right? Like the, the community has built built the roads that are, that are here that I'm driving along. They've built the highway that I've been putting resources towards as I go. They've been building these post boxes and power generators and robot stations, all of this stuff. They've built all of this stuff around knowing that it was still designed and and decided that all of these buildings and places were built by the community but is is a part of the narrative was really quite striking towards the end because there's when you enter the second zone of the game the 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 second large zone there is a a moment where you can see this building that will build a a highway for you people have talked to death about this highway but i'm going to continue talking about this highway that as you progress to me please so so there's a highway that is unbuilt 
completely unbuilt. And you get there and you go up to the first bit of the highway and you can put some resource into, resources into the highway and it will then print it for you in front of you. But it doesn't go anywhere because that's only one of like maybe 20 sections of highway that are there. Um, and so as you're going, you realize that there's like these highways take like a fucking lot of resources, like way more that would be feasible for me to to put into this game on my own. Yeah, it's, it's a ridic- like your bridge will break break and decay by the time you can fund it yourself. You fund, yeah, like in a, in in a, in a metaphorical sense, yes. Um, uh, as you progress narratively through this chapter, it pulls more and more parts of the community that are at that point in the game as you and pulls your resources together. So you're all building this bridge. So I came back and saw four more chunks of this 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 bridge highway built already for me which was like holy shit like i didn't i didn't do all of that and then and then they do some really clever stuff the next part of the bridge it's almost done it's, <laughs> all, it's almost done and you know it just what? needs 10 more metal and a bit of sand and that, that's all it needs that's all it needs oh well, I'm, I'm already here i'm sure i can find some nearby and then you look around for some packages you scan for packages nearby it's like oh these packages here oh, this package was left here by someone else playing this game and they throw you the gamer tag and the the PlayStation little picture. So I can then pick up someone else's package and walk over to the post box or sorry, walk over to this thing and put it in the machine, finish printing the bridge. And then I realize that that means that I finished a bridge for someone else. Mm. And so then I own that piece of bridge. That bridge is is Obi-Wan Jez's bridge. And then I'm traveling around, continuing on through the game. And I come back to this area and I sync back up with this area. I like, I connect back to the, the area's network and I get like a, like a thousand likes because people have been using my bridge mm. and the bridge is great. This, this highway bridge <laughs> is incredible, right? It's not just cause I built it cause it's, it, it takes you over so much terrain. It makes your yeah. life so much easier. And so you're building this road and people who are playing the game are building this road. And I am also on this road and liking other people's sections of road because I, I built some of this road and someone else finished the next part for me. Yeah, throw them a like. They get mm-hmm. that as well. That's kind of wild. And it's, it's not like a lot, but it, it, it functions so well in the game as a mechanic, as an mm. online piece of community and also a narrative plot point of what it really means to build this community. Um, Because they talk about rebuilding like America over and over again, but like what they really mean is like rebuild, like like reconnecting humanity. It's it's about it's about reconnecting people back on to to this this uh, shared collectiveness of of everybody helping one another, right? And this whole game about you know mailmen going through you know America to deliver packages to reconnect people, you know, like. Again, people have spoke, spoken to this to death, but that game came out pre-COVID, and then suddenly, yeah. suddenly it was it was happening at that exact moment. Oh yeah, what was it? Four months later after the game came out, something like that. Uh, uh, wasn't it 20- November to March? Wasn't it a twenty eighteen game? No, twenty nineteen. Right. Okay. There you go. Um, and and the flip side of that, right? I was carrying a. I was carrying far too much luggage with me at a, at, at a point. I didn't have any vehicles on me. And so I'm walking through like this, this, this rough terrain and I accidentally walk into a river that is just too deep for me. 
and Sam slips and some of the packages fall off of him and they start going down river at breakneck pace and <laughs> and i'm tr- i'm scrambling i'm like get the fuck up get the fuck up and like i'm trying to like grab as many packages as i can while the while the packages are flowing down river and i don't get all of them some of them go too far and they go out into the ocean and I'm, they're gone um but some of them were on uh uh parts of the terrain that i just I looked at, I just couldn't quite get there and they went down a different part and they went, like they didn't go into the ocean, they just went out into, down the river, far too far for me to bother going. Like, fuck. And it was, it was mission critical, um, like side mission, but it was side mission critical uh, cargo. I was like, ah, oh, well, I failed that. About 25 minutes later, I was playing the game. Someone else had picked up my package for me Mm. and then took it to the post office for me. And then I picked it up and then finished the mission. Nice. Which was like, that was not like a game. That was like an online thing. Like someone did that. Someone found my package and threw it on their back and finished the journey for me. Yeah. That's so fucking cool. (laughs) (laughs) That is so fucking cool. Uh Uh-huh. What a cool video game thing. Uh-huh. I can't believe it. <laughs> so, a quick question. Yeah. How does the how do these emergent sort of moments feel or pseudo emergent because they're somewhat designed. Sure. But like how do those connection moments feel in comparison to the narrative and the story? being told by the game with the characters with fragile with troy baker with whatever yeah it it all feels linked it all does feel really cohesive in a lot of ways okay that's Um, impressive it it really is impressive because like a lot of the like the 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 villain of the of the game higgs i'm i'm still not a hundred percent on like I, i don't quite understand absolutely everything that like that is that he's doing it i understand that like there's stuff about him like nuking cities and stuff and he, i think he just wants to like destroy the country like but I, I i haven't got the like crux of him just yet um but a lot of the other characters that they, they understand the import like the, the network in the game is called the chiral network and a lot of the time you go up to a new a new place or a new person who's got their own outpost and wants to deliver cargo or they want to join the network they they want they 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 seek you out and they, or, or you go up to them and and you try and convince them say hey Join us in our rebuilding, in our in our shared collectiveness. And if they say no, oftentimes you do a mission or two for them to allow them to get a better understanding and then join it. Or they might do it immediately because they understand the importance of it. And they have a level of like, uh, like the, the importance of this network existing. So the the package that was that I lost, I lost it while I was. I, I lost it in an area that was connected to the chiral network. If I had lost it outside of the network, someone would not have been able to pick it up and then put it in for me. It's this weird pseudo online offline area, which is location based in the game that you will only get so far before you're essentially off the grid. And once you're off the grid, those emergent moments stop happening. Other people's buildings don't exist yet because you're not connected to them because those buildings are uploaded to the like to the pseudo internet um and so the moment you leave uh the, the this network you realize how much harder it is 
right? Which plays into the narrative, right? The, 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 and how much you've you've been quietly enjoying bits of help and that yes, that sense yeah. of community. Ran- and- random ladders, signs saying there are BTS this way. Um, somewhat like there are signs you could put up that just say like good job or like have a nice day and when you walk through those lines you get a little bit of extra stamina oh yeah nice like there's tons of that little stuff there are signs that will when you drive through them it will calm down the baby um there 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 there, there's a sign like my my favorite one is the one that when you walk in it goes like keep on keeping on and it just allows (laughs) you to just walk a little bit further every time which is so so more than just a sign yeah, because it is a it is a both metaphorical and literal way of giving you a bit of extra, like get up and go this time you're leaving the building. Totally, it also like the way they phrase it is like that 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 sounds like a more genuine kind of like uh like a way that like a shorthand for like the ways like truckies would speak to each it other is, or something is, like that. It, it, it is, is only like, other porters that 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 will say that to each other, right? It is a, yeah. It, it's it's the exact it's so like the bus driver wave to the other bus driver. It, it's it's yeah. It's the the, the public transit um uh, people saying that to each other. It's the there's a moment in Blade Runner where a cop talks to Deckard at the beginning because he's like he doesn't realize that Deckard's also a cop, and they have this this awkward chat of like these two guys that is doing that is doing their job, and they don't really want to talk to each other longer than they have to talk to each other. Um, and at the end, the cop says to Deckard. Um, have a better one. Uh-uh. And it's such a little, it's such a little moment, but it's such like yeah. a, it's such a piece of, it's such a piece of flavor. Yeah. Um, that this game is honestly really full of. That's cool. Do you think you'll, so you, you've, you've, you've kind of paused on it. You, you. Yeah. You, I just got busy didn't... with life. There was no, there was no, I, I didn't fall off of it. Um, I, I, I do have the urge to go back and keep playing. Okay, cool. You think you'll be doing that in the next in the coming weeks, or you'll see? Hopefully, over the next like there's January and February are kind of light on releases, so hopefully I'll try and get through it through then. Like there's a couple of things, but nothing I'm really interested in, so I can sort of comfortably sit into it. To it. Yep. Cool. 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 Awesome. I'm. I. It was very fun to to see you go from skeptical to, like convert like yeah like uh, uh, evangelist like like honestly like i was i wasn't it's not that i was skeptical but i was i was um i just needed the time and the place i, I was i was waiting for the right moment to to really jump into it and I, and i think i chose a good moment because we were done with game of the year excuse me we were done with game of the year i was like finishing up with work for the year i got to kind of like just relax for a bit so great yeah Nice. I um I didn't play Death Stranding. I played I played more Horizon. I played a bit of Fallen Order for the first time in years. But the game I really want to talk about tonight, uh, for this for this episode, um, I, I on and off again for for about three weeks. I was trying to um organize uh, one single game of Among Us in VR. Yes. Um, <laughs> And it was tricky because the people who were most interested in doing this with me, who, who reached out in the first place, so I kind of jumped on the bandwagon with, were other like freelancers and industry people, like not in this country. Yeah, and right. so not only was it difficult trying to make an Among Us thing, it was like, oh, when are we all free? 
but it was also across like people in the UK, people in the States, different like coasts on the States. Uh, someone, uh, yeah, there was, there was someone who was closer to our time zone. I don't remember, don't know where they were, but point, point is we finally got a game together. I did get to play Among Us VR and, um, it wasn't for very long, but it was very fun. It, it's, um, I was, there was no round where the traitor was completely successful after we got the, the hang of things where we knew how to do the, like, the sabotage puzzles, um, you know, there was a while where we were like, oh, I don't even know what to do here. Oh, they just win because we because it timed out. Um, right. Once we got past all of that stuff, like the, the imposter never won. And I think it's because it, it feels like it's so much harder to sneak up on other people when you're actually like <laughs> walking behind them kind of, you know what I mean? Or people can like look around you. Yeah, yeah. Like it's it's really it was really interesting but there were a few times there was one time where i was the the imposter and and i was walking behind someone and someone turned i I think i had i can't i don't think i'd killed anyone i think someone called an emergency meeting someone else killed and called an emergency meeting but i was walking behind someone to get him and they turned around and then the meeting was called and they were like i got a big suspicious energy here about carrie i'm like uh, a suspicious end. What was it? It was. It was like. Um. It was like malicious intent or suspicious. And <laughs> it was like, all oh, right, okay, whatever. Apparently, I have a malicious energy about me, and they voted me off, and I was the one, and I was out. <laughs> they were right. <laughs> like they read my. They read my actions. They read my. They read my. Just trying to put it together. It was very funny. What, what you meant to uh, do at that point is say, "What do you mean you were sneaking up on me?" Is the first thing you're supposed to say. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I was I was I was trying to play it cool. Trying to play it cool. There was a, there was a second time that was really funny though. So on the on the Oculus controllers, uh the triggers basically activate any interactable that you want to do. So if you're in the imposter and you want to go in the vent, you use one of the triggers on your hands. Um and it's like the trigger to go out as well. You've got the thumbsticks to scroll left and right if you need to. Um and one of the buttons is the map button. And so there's one point we're in a big group together and you use the map to when you're in the imposter to like close off doors and and uh, hit the reactor and X, Y, and Z. Um, and we're in this big group and and I was and everyone was like, oh, we're still alive, and everyone was and I was the imposter. I was like, oh fuck, this is tricky. This is the last match that we played. And so I tried to pull up my map again to to get something to happen on the other side of the ship so we split up a bit. But the other face button does the same thing as the trigger. Right. Which is when you're the imposter and you're close to someone is kill them. And so I try to open my map and I'm like, I don't remember which one is this one. Snap someone's neck. (laughs) And there's like prox chat in this as well. And I'm like, I'm like, wait, what just happened? And someone, someone like looked at me and was like, oh, uh, well, (laughs) um, (laughs) reported the body. And I didn't even try to play it. Like we got to the room, I was like, "I didn't know that button did that. I didn't. I didn't know that did that. I'm so, I just just trying to look at my map, and I snapped the guy's neck. <laughs> I felt so betrayed, so cheated by myself. That's so and by funny. the game. It was. It was such a strange moment. Do, I'm really keen to play it again. Does it with remi- a group, and they and we get that familiarity, so people. 
and you know maybe up, up the tasks a bit so like it becomes a bit harder and people are separated a bit more and it's a bit more you know it was it was so easy to pair off and then like oh fuck what do i do now does it <laughs> like, remind it you fascinating of- does it remind you of playing Hitman for the first time? Like jumping in and being like, all right, what am I, what am I really doing here? And then like, oh, I just snapped that guy's neck by mistake because I didn't realize that that was what that was going to do. Yeah, kind of. Kind of. I, I kind of role play more in Hitman VR than I do in any other game. Like I, sure. I really enjoy Hitman VR for Mr. Beaning it. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, accidentally. And, and like pretending I'm, I'm, I'm like just gesturing to like real people. <laughs> when you're, when you're, in when you're in the meeting people could see your hands in among us vr but when you're in the world moving around people can't see your hands i don't think so there's a bit less of that going on sure um yeah more like how can i possibly pull this off (laughs) so yeah that was that was basically it it was really fun it was really cool like you go into like it's the it's the one ship map that they that they launched with and you go into that like south bit that like storage container area but then you can like look up and there's like containers being held by like crane claws up, up above. And, and it like just, and it disappears into shadow. Like the ship's so tall. And when the lights go out, the lights really go out. Like it's really, it's really fascinating the way they, the way they ported it. And the mini games are fun enough. You're like poking menu buttons and whatever. Like it's a good time. It's fun. I, re- I would recommend anyone who can find that many people who have it and then somehow organize the time to do it to try and do it. I'm going to try and do it again then at my next opportunity because that was really fun. It's such a circle inside of a circle inside of a circle of trying to get people to get like... Who likes Among Us? Who owns VR? Who owns Among Us VR? Yeah, yeah. Who's free on Saturday the 24th at 6 p.m.? Yeah, yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, so yeah, nice. that's it. That's all I got. I played. I played some more Horizon. Cool, but like, I don't have anything to say about it except that I'm spending less time in side quests. I feel I've grown Good. as a person. Good. I'm glad. I, I like New Year's resolution. Just, I wanted to let you all know that. Uh, and I want to let uh, you all know that I've have not stopped playing Marvel Snap every single day since last time we spoke. <laughs> every single day. Every single day. Wow, goodness me. I have not missed a day. And he's still happy? You're still he's still he's still having a great time? I'm seeing more of the more of the where this game is gonna go, and I'm a little bit concerned, but I still think it's very good. Okay. Okay, like monetization or progression or Yeah, just monetization. All that. Yeah. Yeah. Just more like uh you now have opening a loot box can sometimes mean you get a variant before you get a new card. I'm like, oh, that's so annoying because getting a fucking new card is at this point really, really infrequent. Right. Which is not fun. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, we're going to go on a break, uh, this episode break. Uh, and then when we come back, we're going to be running through our predictions for 2023. Stay right with us. Uh, we won't be long. Jeremy, have you pressed the button yet? Sorry, I, I was actually waiting for you to like get there but i realized i gotta get there first yeah 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 we'll be right back everybody i mean we'll be right back welcome back to the minimap cast we've been discussing various ways to <laughs> hack into Very, old consoles, yeah, consoles and and uh and also Solder repair points. things. Yeah. Yes. And and stick drift. It's been a it's been a wild break. 
uh, welcome back, everybody. We're going to talk about what this year we think might look like, potentially. We've got a few picks each. I think these are small enough that I think we should just do all of the ones that we've got. I reckon so, yeah. Uh, you've got more than I do, Jeremy, so you should start. Um, uh, just before but yeah, that, is, there any, wanna... is there any other groundwork for this, really? Not, not, not really, just sort of like guessing the year. Um, just yeah. trying to see through what... like singular events. Yeah. Um, my first one is the saddest one of all. We will unfortunately not see anything bloodborne related this year. <laughs> and here I thought you were going to talk about Stadia. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's getting shut down in like two months, right? Or like a month? Like weeks. Oh, is it, is it weeks? Oh, I better, yeah, better, it's soon. Better, it's soon. Put, better put that on the old Trello board. Um, yeah, the <laughs> yeah, we're not going to see anything Bloodborne. There's not going to be a sequel. There's not going to be DLC. There's remaster. Not, yeah, there's no there's no remaster. It's not coming to PC. There's no PS5 oh. bump. Is this what you believe? Is this what you are trying to tell yourself so you don't get hurt? Is this like what what's what's the rationale with this one? It's just not going to happen. I was not one of those people that would say, I, I was I was a Silent Hill truther for a long time. You know this. <laughs> it it has been on it is on record that I have been saying we will get a Silent Hill game for years, and we did. We did get a Silent Hill game. I'm not putting my I'm not not putting my my egg in this basket. We will not be getting Bloodborne anything this year. Damn. Yes. Damn indeed. The... What? I said damn indeed. Oh, I thought you said I am indeed. No, no, and no, I was no, like, no, no, no. Damn indeed. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, so I guess the only Bloodborne things people are going to be getting are new posters and figurines and all that stuff. Yeah. People sure do love that game. It's true. Not even a sequel. Not this year. No, of course not. No, I said what, that. What are you talking That's about? That's fucking ridiculous. What's <laughs> more ridiculous than getting it on PC? You know what? Who was it? Who was it on on Twitter? I saw the other day. Was it was it Alex or James talking about Armored Core having its targeted release window for this year? I'm not sure, but holy shit! <laughs> Do you remember that game they announced a month ago from yeah. the people who made Elden Ring a year ago? Coming out with an Armored Core game this year, apparently? Look, Absolutely get fucked. Not happening. It, it, look, I think it is only because that game got leaked two years ago. I guess. We, we, we've not, we've seen that game two years ago. Like, we saw I'm a little. I'm a little worried because there were reports coming out from the studio of Crunch uh, in the lead-up to the release of Elden Ring. Um, I'm worried what that means for the studio. As far as I'm aware, they don't... They are quite adept, pardon me, at releasing games fairly frequently. Like Bloodborne and Dark Souls 3 were within like 12 months of each other, weren't they? Yeah. But then it was three years till Sekiro and then three more years till Elden Ring. And all of a sudden we're getting an Armored Core game like 18 months after Elden Ring. Like that seems, that seems absolutely far-fetched. I think Elden Ring took too long for them. So I think that they're going to get Sure, they did delay it a few times. Yeah, yeah, but like I mean, is in I think they'll they will they will release more frequently again. I think they enjoyed that success. We'll we'll see, we'll see. I guess that's a, a de facto one for me that I don't think we'll see it this year. Um, here's my here's my first one. 
The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom gets delayed out of May and into June slash July. I don't think it gets pushed very far, but I think it get I think it does get pushed potentially out of the quarter. I don't think they will do that. Why is that, Jeremy? What's what's the release date for May twenty something? Uh twenty third. It's like gambling. Yeah. Just guess uh, the number. I don't know. I just I just don't think I think they'll hit it. Yeah, I thought that they set that date pretty far out. Like they set it like nine months ahead. And with how many times they delayed Breath of the Wild, granted it's been six years since Breath of the Wild. Another there's another date for you to completely blow your mind. Um But the amount of times they pushed Breath of the Wild and how far away they set their date. I wouldn't be surprised if it if they get to the 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 cartridge printing date and they're like it's just not there. We need another four or six weeks. Like just one of those little ones. Just those one of those kicks down the road. Mm, I, I, I don't think they will. I think I think that there's there's I think they've they've actually got maybe quietly too much coming out later in the year. What? Allow me to get to my next prediction. Oh, please. We will be getting the Zelda collection this year. Please don't. Don't get my hopes up, please. And, Not again. I can't and, do this again, Jeremy. And we will be getting the Metroid Prime collection this year. No! I think we will be finally... I want those both, things too much. We will be getting both of those this year, oh, is man. my prediction. I want that so bad, Jeremy. You think we get in one collection? <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a caveat to this holder collection. It has a limited purchase window again. Oh, <laughs> oh no! Just Zelda, not Metroid. Just Zelda. Oh, I don't know. Me- Metroid maybe might stick around for longer because it's like it's less less important, I guess. But like. Yeah. Metroid's uh, been so hard to get a hold of, like, because it's been like Metroid Prime's been stuck on the Wii for so long that it's like I can see them kind of feeding into that scarcity in a way if they do go for that time time restriction. Yeah. Um. Well, that's brutal. That's brutal, is what that is. Um. I don't think they'd have any reason to unless the games are directly competing with. Um, the virtual console with the Switch Online, the, the N64 Switch Online service. I think that, that had a big part to play in why 3D All-Stars had a, a limited time window because they wanted the people... They, they, they didn't want to have 3D All-Stars out there when uh, the N64 Online was out there. Was they didn't just, want people was... to be like, oh, I just bought that then, I don't need it now. Or, oh, I just... I just I didn't buy that then I missed it but I've got this like I don't know I think they just didn't want that crossover. No, but they I don't did. see any reason for them to limit. Well, I mean I didn't see any reason for them to limit it in the first place. But like yeah, I, Sunshine, I, I struggled to see them doing it again. Sunshine and Galaxy weren't like competition anywhere. No, I know that's why I'm specifically mentioning 64. Yeah, but like at the whole thing, nah, I, I reckon that's just a they they were they knew that it would get more people buying it in any given moment and the. Yeah, the over the over unders was it was you get more if you do it. Um, yeah, uh, but yeah. So 
Ocarina of Time 20th, 25th anniversary is this year. Shit, it is. Shit. Yeah. I know, because it was the year after I was born. And I turned 25 last year. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so. Okay. That's how, I, that's how I keep track of that. I keep track of Ocarina of Time, because I know I'm, a, I'm less than a year old. I could speak it. words when that game came out. Mm, so could I. Didn't care for it. Should have stayed 2D. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. I knew. I just, I just knew. <laughs> uh, next prediction we're getting out of this. I'll get, I'm turning this car around. Assassin's Creed Mirage, which, fun fact, I wrote for the first time in here as Mirage. Mirage. Assassin's Creed Mirage comes out and is moderately successful, but not in the way that Ubisoft is happy with. We see next to nothing from Ubisoft. We see next to nothing else from Ubisoft before the end of the year. When's that Avatar game coming out? No idea. We've just seen that trailer like two years ago. I don't think Beyond Good and Evil 2 is happening anymore because they've cancelled like seven projects in the last however many years. So the report literally the other day said that Beyond Good and Evil 2 is coming along. Okay, all right, never mind. Maybe that's still there. Like, so. like, that, like the, the only reason I don't, the only reason I wouldn't have said the same thing is literally because of that report from a couple of days ago when they canceled three unannounced games. Yeah, yeah, totally. Oh, I'm glad I'm glad you, you saw that then. Um, but yeah, I think Assassin's Creed Mirage is going to be a bit of a like public reception plus. Like I think it's going to be more well-received than Valhalla was, which was kind of a just like, yeah, it's another good, gigantic game, whatever. Um, we know that it didn't perform as well as they wanted it to. Uh, I think Mirage is going to be... I think it is still still going to feed on some of that uh, Assassin's Creed fatigue that is around and has been around for those classic games since they stopped making them. Like, the thing is, we've been, we've been getting new Valhalla content every three to six months for the last three years or two years at this point. Like... There is still Assassin's Creed fatigue because Valhalla didn't really knock the door down in a way that they no. wanted to following Odyssey. No, but what, one, um, of, one of my good friends is is a very big Assassin's Creed fan and even they were like, Valhalla was just too much. <laughs> is it me? No. Am I the fan? Oh. <laughs> I don't even know if I'd Valhalla call- was too much. Yeah, I don't even know if I'd call you a really big Assassin's Creed fan. I thought you were going to say, I don't know if I'd call you a really good friend. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, same thing with uh, Greg Miller on Kind of Funny. He said it recently when all of the, with all this news, right? Um, was he, he, he like platinumed Odyssey. He just played it for fun. He played it into the ground. And he, yeah, same thing with Valhalla. It's like, it's so big that it loses all of its personality and the storytelling and the characters. There's too much to keep track of. Um. And I agree, it's, it's too much. So, uh, yeah, I personally think I'm going to love Assassin's Creed Mirage. I'm so looking forward to going back to that old style that they moved away from because I miss it dearly. Honestly, but so am I. They moved away from... Well, yeah, right? And that's cool. It's cool they can do that. They changed it so drastically, but they have such a fondness and such such a... such a, Some mind share for that old style, old style of Assassin's Creed that, like, they can realistically go back to and find something there but i don't think they're gonna find a bigger audience than they got with valhalla or a bigger audience than they got with the last one with syndicate or um 
Unity or Black Flag even. Like, I don't think it's going to elevate anything in terms of their sales. And I think that is unfortunately going to look like a failure in their eyes. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. I think, I think that that game can come out and I think it can do fine and it's not going to be, it's not going to blow the series up into what it was, but I think that they, I think at this point they'll be happy with it did all right. Um, yeah. And that's true. Cause they've got the, the future of Assassin's Creed set already. They've got Assassin's Creed hex and the, the red one in China and the other yeah. one in Japan. Like they announced all of those ones coming as a part of Assassin's Creed infinity. Like that's, that's coming down the pipe. That's going to be more like Valhalla, Odyssey, Origins, more, more than likely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I really don't think we're going to see nearly anything else from Ubisoft. Maybe we get some announcements by the end of the year. If things do start coming along, maybe a division, maybe that Avatar game. Yeah. So, but like, like I, I, I don't I, think we're getting anything tangible else from them except Skull and Bones before the end of the year. Yeah. Maybe not even that. <laughs> Skull and Bones is going to delay itself <laughs> out of this year. Like, no one plays any bets on Skull and Bones. The only bet that's safe to place on Skull and Bones is that you'll never play it. <laughs> <laughs> but sorry, go on. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, like I, I think, I think in terms of um, like what we see from Ubisoft, like I, th- I, th- I reckon we're going to get a next gen version of Division Two because there's like stuff about ray tracing coming to the PC version. Oh, um, okay. And that might actually mean that Massive can't release Avatar this year because they've worked on that and they might not do two in a year. Um, That's sort of like next-gen, get the studio comfortable with it kind of workflow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, And I reckon maybe like... We maybe get another Tom Clancy that fails before the end of the year, like another, you know, fucking the 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 quarantine shit house one that came out last year. Um, oh, that game's dead. Yeah, I know. But like I'm saying, we'll get another one of those, and then another. The next Tom Clancy thing that we've heard about is Splinter Cell. Oh yeah, yeah right. Who knows? Who knows what happens with that? We, we don't get that this year. No. Where's the Prince no, of Persia game? <laughs> Pardon? Where's that Prince of Persia game? Where is that game? I don't know. That one is fascinating. I still really want to play that again. Yeah. All right. What's your? What's your? What? What? What's? What do you got next? All right. Next up, I got Microsoft completes its merger of Activision. Its acquisition of Activision. Sorry. Okay. It's Activision acquisition. Yes. Is that is that the the extent of your prediction? That they they get it through. It's long okay. and it's open and it's tiring and yep. they have a spotlight for way fucking longer than they want but i think they get it over the line because i think i think they had too much momentum going into it for yeah any, i agree for anyone to stop them so this is actually one of my i've got a prediction that's very similar to this which is activision blizzard king acquisition by microsoft goes ahead but it takes more than half the year to settle the the that new FTC dispute that was going that was going to actively bar the acquisition from going ahead. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, so basically the same thing. I think it's going to be long and drawn out. I think which is which is not going to be what Microsoft wants, but they're just going to be happy enough that it's there. Uh, like they'll be they'll be glad to get it through, but I think they'll be feel a bit bruised at the end of it in like a. Like a fuck, this wasn't meant to take this long. Like we 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 really wanted to have these Call of Duty sales in here in the coffers in the tank by now. Yeah, look, I think I think that 
I think that they they they're going to look at this no matter what and and see it as a as a complete win, like a complete and utter like positive victory. Yeah. Um. But I think like it like it's it's going to hurt and they're going to come out on top. Um. Yeah. But I yeah it it it'll like I'm excited to see documents and emails that get thrown into a court case that are suddenly open to the public. That's my yeah, like we were seeing with Epic and Apple. Seeing with Epic and Apple, it was the funniest shit. When 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 they accidentally had to leak that that Epic has some deal with um, uh, who's the people that made like off-world trading company, Front Fr- Frontier. Oh, I don't know. Like like they had some exclusivity or some deal that was that was that was not announced yet, and it came through in one of those documents. And, yeah, and it was, and it was sealed, and then the judge brought it up as like someone was oh yeah and they were like they, they, um, they were, please don't talk about that <laughs> they were referencing redacted material and then yeah the judge because game studios names are so weird the judge didn't realize that frontier was the name of the studio right and so said it and then the epic lawyer was like like let's not talk about this anymore this is like this is not public information <laughs> yeah ah oh, funny uh all right what's what what's what's next wipeout makes a return to the playstation really wipeout wipeout i like that i like that because playstation slate is looking pretty bare from like this far away so yeah so i've got got one one or two predictions and like it'll be one of these two i don't know which one probably not okay because wipeout's kind of out of nowhere it's either wipeout comes back or ape escape comes back Oh. Developed by Team Asobi. Okay, Ape Escape by Team Asobi. I like that. Yeah, the 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 folks between behind the Astrobot games. They could make it actually fun. That's good. Ape Escape is fun. I, I'm kidding. I haven't played it. I haven't played it. <laughs> it's, on, it's, on, it's on PlayStation Plus Plus Plus. I downloaded it last night. I don't have that anymore. Because ah. I upgraded it to the end of my thing, and then. Yeah, no, like, I didn't have any PlayStation Plus for a bit, but then I wanted to I wanted to hang on to um, Mass Effect and Fallen Order, right. so I I got standard for a month. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, I can see one. I can see Team Asobi being given a, a bigger thing. Okay. Yeah. No. I mean, me too. Like the the success of uh, Astro's Playroom was not to be. Well, they they understood what they had with that, and there was that. A weird thing how that was like Team Japan and Team Asobi and like they kind of got merged under one name now. They're not like two half teams. Yeah. Um, which I remember some devs were sad about, but like it was for for people who are a fan of, of Astro's Playroom and Astrobot Rescue Mission, which apparently was also excellent. Really excellent. Um, really excellent. Yeah. Like they've, they've, they've been kicking goals on their own, just doing excellent kind of things kind of almost in like a mario nintendo way you know what i mean like like, genuinely. like this is a playstation property you've only seen it here it's doing incredible things that you can only do on this system but also it's just fantastic like yeah yeah it's, it's like, like borderline a- system seller but just because of the high quality and and creativity of the game itself i think at the end of the f- like the end of the first calendar year that the playstation 5 came out i think i said that was the best game on the console <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was pretty amazing. Yeah. That first month of Astrobot was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I should go back. All right, what do you got for me? Uh, next to me, I got Redfall. Ain't all that. Yeah, but that's 
that, that's a that's a that's a Kerry classic of Kerry doesn't like arcane games. No, but I think I think this is going to be something else. Not like uh, everyone loves Deathloop, but I can't get behind it. Everyone loves Dishonored, but I can't get behind it. This is it's get it gets sevens and eights. Um, so you know, bit bit higher than like a Gotham Knights, kind of like Destiny at launch, kind of a vibe. It gets a bit of an audience, uh, but it's also got a definitive feel of why did this come out so soon? Oh, you reckon it's undercooked? Yeah, I reckon it's undercooked. I reckon it's unfamiliar territory that is being pushed out the door quite quickly. Um, I, I have the impression with this one, and, and this is all navel gazing. Like this is all impressions and just looking at dates and feelings and how soon they they say the release date is coming from when we first saw it, when it was just a teaser trailer, like all of that kind of nonsense and like tea leaf reading. But it kind of seems to me like this was a project that was greenlit after the Zenimax acquisition went through that was like, hey, what can you make for us that is yours and is ours? Unlike Deathloop, because like under our under your agreements, you're about to publish a PlayStation exclusive and and from what we know, it's doing really well. What can you do for us that will immediately start paying back this acquisition, these billions of dollars that we just spent on your studio? That's the vibe I get from this game. It feels like it's coming out so fast. When we, when we still haven't seen things like Gears 6, we still haven't seen Hellblade, we still haven't seen... I know Forza Motorsport is finally around the corner, but like that's taken forever. Like... And but all of a sudden, Redfall, like we heard about it 18 months ago, and now it's ready in a couple of weeks or a couple of months like that. It feels off to me. The timeline doesn't line up for Xbox Studios, Arcane games. They don't come out that fast, especially when they're this different to what they've done before. They haven't been this different before. So Redfall, as of as of late last year, has been in development for four for over four years. What? By which studio? It's Arcane. Which one? Uh, Arcane. There's there's different ones. There's like a US studio and like a, a Canada studio or, oh, or like right. a French studio. I, bl- I bl- French or Canadian one of those. Something American one. Um, that's all I know. Uh, oh no, it, maybe it is. Hang on. Uh, Arcane Austin. So Arcane Austin is making um, Redfall, or, or is primarily. I'm sure they've got some some cross pollination. Yeah, yeah. Um. This this is kind of loose. The more I'm reading this, but it's like a reference to the game has been listed on LinkedIn as early as August 2017. Okay, that could be pre-prod. It's good to hear that like it it did exist before that. But like, so Prey was developed by Arcane Austin, right? And then uh, doesn't really can't really say. Uh, whether Dishonored, Death of the Outsider was by Arcane Leon or not. Um, Wolfenstein, Youngblood, and Cyberpilot, that was a co-developed thing. Deathloop was by Arcane Leon. And then, yeah, yeah Redfall is looking like it was being made by Arcane Austin. Okay, maybe maybe they just held on to this for a bit. Maybe maybe it's it, it was I, sitting there I, I feel like they do as that. it was acquired. But I, I think they do that a lot. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe. I think what got me about it was that, like, I'm used to seeing at this at this point in time, you don't normally see a fully cinematic trailer less than two years away from the release of a game. Like a cinematic announcement trailer. I'll I'll be I'll be more clear. You know, the kind of one that you see with like Brink 
or or like Dead Island. You know what I mean? I, I feel like it's been a long time since we've seen that kind of thing. Yeah. For an look, announcement I, that I, hasn't been for ages in the future. So I, especially I, from Zenimax. I think the thing is we saw leaked gameplay of Redfall. I want to say about a year after the game was announced, before we had seen the official gameplay reveal, it might have, might have been might have been less than a year. And I remember we saw the leaked gameplay, and it looked like really generic FPS, like shooting stuff. Sure, out of context. The thing with leaks is like, how old is the footage? Who sure, knows? sure. But I think that that footage probably was around maybe just after the time of that cinematic trailer judging based on how far away it looked compared to now that I can, that I can see that game sort of coming together quite quickly, I guess. Um, In terms of just like, they know sort of what they're doing. Like they've they've been, they've been making pretty consistent games for, for quite a while now that they can kind of like, like, all right, we're in this phase. Let's, you know, gather the troops, et cetera. Um, I suppose so. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe this is more in their wheelhouse than I realize. It's less different than I realize. Maybe this is kind of like praise slash dishonored with multiplayer, like and and then the the levels are designed around that. But I don't know. Yeah, I'm I, I'm not filled with confidence. This year, a new Deus Ex game will be announced. Holy shit! This is just gut. I got nothing on this. <laughs> I have nothing. I have like I got nothing. Yeah, like man, to this is like I don't know. Um, I feel like it's well, that's been, fair enough. That's like that's that. Those are part of the properties that were uh, sold. sold off as part of the 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 old Square Enix. Yeah, the Square Enix offloading their Western studios to Embracer Group. Yes. I can see Embracer looking at that going, we've got this IP. We're announcing we're making another one. I don't know if we see anything, yeah. but they're announcing they're making Deus Ex 4. They give it a number. <laughs> the numbers don't work. <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> what do you mean? Uh, they, call this uh, one, they call this one Deus Ex Machina. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just complete the, the sentence. That's such a good call. That's <laughs> what they call this one. Um, Machina. Yeah. And, and yeah, but, like, like that, that like, phrasing. That's I like the idea that, that, that Embracer don't understand Deus Ex at all. Like, like that, they, that they don't understand the, like the meaning behind it. And they, yeah, fuck, yeah, they, yeah. They, they fuck it up. Like, like morons who don't, don't understand the matrix and talk about like, you know, as if the matrix is like, not like a capitalist hellscape. Um, yeah. They talk about it like, oh, it's a cool simulation with your friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you won't believe how good the steak tastes. <laughs> Deus Ex is about how sick robots are. <laughs> wow, check out this out. The implants. Wow. It's, it's the meme of the dude going, wow, as the point goes over his head. Wow, cool, cool robots. And everyone in the studio is like, Ah, uh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> we wanted to make we wanted to make Deus Ex, but not like this. Have you seen the new Matrix movie? Not yet? like this. Have I seen the new Matrix? No. Gary, <laughs> watch it because this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> I have this scene <laughs> in the movie uh, where someone goes, "Wow!" and the bullet the bullet bends over their head. Kinda. 
<laughs> I do need to watch that. I did complete tangent here, everybody. I'm sorry, and we won't spoil anything, but I did this weekend watch everything everywhere all at once. I saw. I'm very happy for you. I was that way. everyone should watch that movie. It's a, it's a delight, isn't it? Uh it yep. It's the most, yes, it is. It's the most movie movie that has ever existed. It is, but I like how I like how they go big with the premise, but it's a really focused, like so personal pathos and and heart of the story. Like yeah. I love that we weren't we weren't. This wasn't a canonical multiversal. Anyway, no. everybody should watch that. Yeah, watch that movie. Yeah. Oh, everyone in that. Yeah, we got it in Alex and Chad is saying Michelle Yeoh is excellent. Yeah. And you're right. But also, I think kind of everyone in that movie was excellent. E- everyone's so fucking good. Yeah. All right. What are we doing? Predictions. <laughs> uh, I think I'm out except for my last one. We got my, we got my, we got only, my full stop here. I've only got two more, so go for it. This is my longest one so far, and it's the most specific. Okay. I'm not particularly committed to it, but it felt right when I wrote it out. So let's go with it. Okay. I'm just going to read this out. Okay. By the end of the year, we are either hearing too many rumors that it's basically an open secret, or we've received official word that the new Switch iteration is coming soon. Late 23, early 24. It's a Switch 2, not a Switch 1.5. It's backwards compatible. Has they, they they mentioned themes in the announcement. <laughs> but old systems can't play old all the newest games. So it's not forwards compatible necessarily. Or rather the old yeah, yeah. Forwards could mm, what? How would you say that? What are you talking about? It's I'm saying like Switch it's, the Switch the, two games can't be played on the Switch One. Yes, that is what I'm saying. Okay. Uh, and not in like a new 3DS way where it was like four games compared to the other 3DS, and but also like a bunch of them should only really be played. Not not that kind of asterisk nonsense, more like a, a kind of Xbox One, Xbox Series crossover period where we are getting games that release on the Switch original that are compatible on both. Maybe it gets a bit more horsepower on Switch 2, but at the end of the day, we start seeing games released one or two years afterwards that are only compatible with the switch Two or the super switch or whatever they call it. That's my prediction there. That's, that's, that's how I feel about that. that's, that's where I've, I've, I've landed on that. Okay. How does it, how does it strike you? Do you pull it, pull it apart for me, Jeremy, if you, if you have any things to pull apart? I think it will be backwards compatible. Yep. I think so. Play for, switch games. Yeah. For, for, for two reasons. One, because the catalog is already there. And yep. two because and Switch is so popular. Switch is so popular. And two because the Switch two will continue to use cartridges and then they 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 will therefore I agree. make make an endeavor to make the cartridges at least compatible in the same slot or use the same style of cartridge. Um, yeah, similar maybe like the three DS. Whereas like the three DS cartridges were <laughs> the same the with s- a little very similar but with a like nipple. different. <laughs> yeah. Um the I think it will be more. I actually think that they will do make the Switch Two come out this year. No, no, no. Sorry, sorry. Next year, but I, but like, but I think I think when the Switch Two comes out, I think it will be, um, uh, Switch One. Switch Switch One will not be able to play any Switch Two game at all. 
Oh wow! Okay, you think it's a full sequel? I think there might be there might be some games that released on both, similar to Zelda on the Wii U and on the Switch. That there'll be two SKUs yep. for certain games. Okay, but you will not be able to play a Switch two game on a Switch one, and I think that is because they will want to make the dock a powered horse like a gpu powered machine oh so more similar to an external gpu that you might get with a computer where it it literally does add additional grunt to it it's not just that it's got more power so it can output 1080p without worrying about it it's like here's literally a bit more processing power yeah fascinating yeah i i think the end of the day they have to leave the first switch behind oh yeah it is already a ball and chain around their ankle. Yes. It is a fantastic device. I love my Switch. Even although I go through periods of time, which I kind of do with any console throughout all time. But even though I go through periods of time where I don't touch it for months, every time I pick it up and I really dive into something on it, I'm reminded of how much I like that Pro Controller, although I'm realizing I'm more and more in the minority on that. It, how much I how much I enjoy Nintendo's games, how much I enjoy the the adaptability of of having it on the TV, having it in my hands, having it on the train. Like, that's not news. That's what the Switch is great at. And even although Steam Deck's nipping at its heels, at double the price starting, it's not really in the same ballpark. And th- there's room for more than one held, handheld at a time. Yeah, a properly fully featured one like this, not not the Logitech G Cloud gaming or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there is enough room for exactly these two handhelds and no more handhelds. Yeah, like the like the Aya Neos. Have you seen those? Those like those those like PC tablets with with controls on the side. Like those are cool. But again, they start at like like eleven hundred bucks or something like that, or like nine hundred US. Like it's too too much for a compromised cool kind of hacky solution yeah. uh, it's quite engineered hacky isn't fair but um yeah at the end of the day this the switch one for how excellent it is it was it was lean at the start of its success yes. six years ago yes it was and we still have it <laughs> like breath of the wild one had outrageous well not outrageous but it had very distinctive and and distracting pop in six years ago yeah and yeah. we're about to get the sequel on the same system. Like, yeah. Yeah. As much as Nintendo likes to, I guess, save money by not worrying about high fidelity stuff, we've got to be looking at, like, we've got to be looking at DLSS on the next generation or something. We've got to be looking at, like, performance upscaling. We've got to be able to make it so that this is, it could go into the future without stalling out halfway and people going, oh, it's great, but it's on the Switch. And look, I think that the plan was never to have the Switch around for this long, right? Like we know there was going to be a pro model that was going to come. Like th- those reports are That's out true. there. No matter what Nintendo says, no matter no matter how much PR they spin, we yep. know that there was going to be a pro model that was going to launch last year um, or the year prior. And instead we got... Yeah, the year, bef- year before, yeah. yeah. And instead we got the OLED model, which was just the same guts, better screen, better stand, yeah. better yeah. dock. Yeah, the, the the supply chain shortage hit all of us, including including Miyamoto. Um, yeah. Do you have any more on that one? No, that's it. Yeah. I, I, I realise I've got three more because I skipped one earlier on. Um, but okay. one of them is Square Enix will be purchased, will be acquired. Oh, do you have a who? Do you does does Jeremy have a who? Does know. Jeremy hear a who? I, I don't. Only because it's weird, right? Because I don't think Microsoft are ready to 
fucking dish out another couple billion. Absolutely not. Well, maybe. Look, they, 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 I mean, they've kind of been surprising with that, but I would be surprised. Look, they could, and it would be a lot. But, like, the thing is that they are already in bed with the FD. Like, no, sorry, not in bed. They are they are in the in the trenches. In the trenches, yeah. In, in the trenches at the moment um, because of the FTC. They don't want more on there. If they if they tried to acquire Screenix prior to the uh, Activision Blizzard thing going through, then neither of them would get cut. Another one exactly. Nothing. That would really hurt their Activision Blizzard acquisition lawsuit. And so I think they need to get this over the line first before they can even think about acquiring a Square Enix. But Japanese anti-consumer laws are a whole lot stronger than American anti-consumer laws. And so I don't know if Sony can acquire Square Enix. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. The thing is, they so desperately want to be sold. It like... yeah. <laughs> Maybe, but again, from what we've seen, the tea leaf reading. They do. They that was why they cut. They that was why they sold all their Western studios. That is why. That is why. That is why they sold their Western studios and their IPs because they wanted to clean out, ready to be sold. There's clean evaluation for them, which is all of their. Yeah, no dead weight. No, no Tomb Raider. This performed well, but then exclusive on Xbox, so it didn't go well. And then Shadow of the Tomb Raider wasn't developed with this. Yeah. And there, there and is like, there is no Avengers on their recently released plate. It is we yeah. made Final Fantasy VII, Final Fantasy sixteen by me. Yeah, Final Fantasy fourteen and Final Fantasy fourteen, of course. Yeah. Um, also, a whole bunch of random shit. Like vamp for a little bit. I'm just gonna look up a bunch of Square Enix. 2022 releases. Yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. Please, please go for it. Is is Babylon's Fall in there? Was that them? I think that was this year. Oh, it was definitely this year. But it was was that Square Enix publishing? Year. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Right. It was Platinum and Square. Fuck. What about um, Bravely Default Two would have been I... in there. Live Alive would have been in there. Yep. Um, the Kingdom Hearts mobile games would have been in the Melody. Okay, Melody. here we go. I got the I got the Wikipedia list, which should be exhaustive. 2003, 4, 5, 6, 7. Oh, wow, this is exhaustive. Hang on, hang on. Hang on, everybody. I promise this is worth it. Keep counting Keep up. hanging. Keep counting up. That's oh, not sorted by date. Oh my, oh, my Lord. Okay. All right, you got 10 seconds to get there. Otherwise, I'm... I'm sorry. Uh, otherwise, I'm pulling the plug and moving on. Don't pull the plug. It's going to be worth it. I Five, promise. Okay, we're... Four. Okay. <laughs> Let me just go through all of them, okay? Okay. We've got Voice of the Cards, the Forsaken Maiden, on a bunch of platforms. That apparently was really good. <laughs> That was that was Yoko Taro, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, I think that was Yoko Taro. Yeah. Uh, we've got Final Fantasy VI pic- Pixel Remaster. Yeah. Babylon's Fall. Yeah. Triangle Strategy. Yes. Chocobo GP. Stranger of Paradise. Final Fantasy Origin. Who could forget? Chrono Cross: The Radical Dreamers Edition. Okay. <laughs> the Centennial Case: A Shijima Story. Live Alive. Yeah. Voice of Cards: The Beasts of Burden. Various Daylife, mm-hmm. The Diofield Chronicle, Valkyria Profile Leneth, <laughs> Valkyrie, Valkyrie Elysium, Near Automata on Switch, yeah. Triangle Strategy on Windows, Star Ocean, The Divine Force, Harvestella, Tactics Ogre Reborn, Front Mission, Romancing Saga with a capital G, Dragon Quest Treasures, Crisis Core Final Fantasy VII Reunion, and that's that's it for the year. Like, how many games was that? Was that like eighteen games or something? That's a lot of fucking games. So many games. So like, they're cleaning house, but also, what the fuck was all of that? It's, it's all their different creative business units, Carrie. <laughs> CBUs. CBUs. 
So yeah, Square Enix will get bought by who? I don't know. I don't know if I don't know if Embracer can do it. That's like a big thing for them. That would be their biggest acquisition. Um, That's true. And we did get that report that was like, ah, they're not they're not getting the turnover they want on these yet, which is classic THQ Nordic. I know. I was literally <laughs> like, that's THQ. Say. That's what you bought, yeah. and that's what you've been behaving the like. Thing is when they bought THQ, they also happened to buy their strategy guide, like their strategy for the year, and they started to play for it. Um, <laughs> they've got the THQ Prima strategy guide book. <laughs> Uh, for 2003 and they've been <laughs> running their business off it ever since um i don't think it'll be look the only other one i could see is but i don't know if they'd want to get bought by a western studio like that but like like um 2k or take two rather whatever the parent is yeah take two uh i don't think that's a good fit for square enix honestly i don't think it is either the the I for me have to remember that they've like quadrupled down on NFTs. We haven't seen it filter down to the game space yet, but Square Enix keeps saying it to the investors. They keep saying yeah, I, we're doubling down in that area. And again, maybe that's just to up their 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 I, I, their marketabilities yeah, for, I, for a sell price. I, I I thought about that um, for a prediction. I was like, which game? I'm like, is Final Fantasy 14 going to have NFTs? And I looked at it and went, mm, I actually don't think they're going to make it at all. I reckon they're going to crash and burn. I reckon they're going to try and, like, which we know because they're NFTs, so of course, going to crash and burn. But I think they're actually not going to be able to implement it on any major game at all. I, yeah, I, I think that makes sense. And if they do, I think it'll fail like it did with Breakpoint for Ubisoft. Okay, crazy, but, crazy idea, Gary. Nintendo buys Square Enix. Whoa! Goodness me! Nintendo acquired wow. a studio for the first time in a while last year, don't forget. Nintendo did. Who was that? I don't remember. Nintendo Neither do I. acquired 2022. Um, uh, they, requi- they acquired an animation studio. <laughs> Great. Uh, no, sorry. They, they also acquired um, SRD. It's one... It, it was like a... It was like an insomniac. It was... It was like an insomnia. For viewers at home, you just got to listen to the Nintendo snap. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was like it was. It was a. It was. It was like an insomnia. It was like Sony acquiring insomnia. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> right, 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 right. Okay, it was like uh, an inevitability. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's cool. I like that, and I would I would imagine them here like folding in all of those random studios that made. Lenneth and and Valkyrie Elysium and whatever like into larger teams to make Kirby more games. consolidated focused things but man could you imagine Final Fantasy every Final Fantasy from here on would be Nintendo exclusive uh, uh, that would be such a weird step though uh, imagine Final Fantasy 7 no, not finishing on the Playstation 5 oh and like so distinctively downgrading visually so it's like it's like we start at like PS4 level and like we go up to like PS5 exclusive and then we come back to like start of the PS4 level in like seven years. Yeah. Anyway, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't think Nintendo want them. Um, but yeah, I think, I think Square Enix will get bored. Um, I'm just going to wrap up the final two quite quickly because I know we are getting close to time. Um, the new skate game comes out and it's not very good. <laughs> <laughs> They've said it's coming out early, right? It's going to come out 
free and like early access. I know, but I think fun. I think there'll be like a core like, oh no, I don't think this is like this has not hit the mark as a game. Um, That's funny. That's a good pull. I yeah. forgot about skate. Yeah. And finally, because they've, they've 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 called it not skate four, right? It's just skate. Yes, skate. Skate infinity. <laughs> finally, now this one is this one is been a little bit recently. Heavy rumored, nothing official, nothing real, nothing tangible. But there's a rumor floating around from Nick from Xbox Euro that Xbox is looking to work out a way to bring scale bound out. Whoa! Whoa! No it's fucking way! Fair, like, if, like Nick on Xbox Euro was like, this is this is purely rumor that I'm hearing. But Nick doesn't have the worst track record. That's fascinating. That is absolutely fascinating. Um, well, I don't even know how to process that. I know, right? But yeah, there's a there's a there's a little thing floating around. It's never left when, anybody. When was Scalebound cancelled? 2015, I believe. Uh, it was scheduled for release in 2017. Not why, when. Uh, it was cancelled in January 2017. Right, okay. Developed by Platinum Games from 2013. So they were working on this for three, three and a half, nearly four years. Yeah. They want to get it back. It's been, it's been six years since it was cancelled. It's always just been in the conversation. It's never left. That's true. It did capture something there really quickly with just like a promise. Yeah. And then evaporated. <laughs> like like a certain, like the oil of a certain reptile. Like, <laughs> wow. Okay. I don't, I don't have much for that. I don't, I don't know what to say to that. That one, that one stopped me in my tracks. Yeah. 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 I can look. I don't know, but maybe. <laughs> That's what you get. If it comes back, if it's announced, if it's being developed, who buy? By in ballpark? No, no, by Platinum. You think just restarted with Platinum? <laughs> you got to remember, this was a different era for Xbox and Platinum, yeah, liked, is... Platinum liked the project. So it was it was cancelled after Phil Spencer came in to fix the game or to fix Xbox Look, after the, the the botched Xbox One launch. Here's the thing. So Phil Spencer said Scalebound wasn't working. Like he yeah. he said that. Like I, I, I'm 99% sure that's a quote. Don't quote me, but I'm pretty sure that was a quote from way back when. Regardless, he saw more of its development than the previous Xbox head did. Just basing on looking at the timeline of this, yeah, like, like he he was he was in charge of like like development at that point, and then he went on to become the CEO, right? Like that was yeah. like the head of gaming at Microsoft. Um, yeah. Okay. So he knows that project, and I think at that I think at that point maybe it wouldn't have worked. Um, but I think that it has stayed long enough for a game that never came out, and I know that there's always that like. It's that um, the impossible game is the one that people want the most, right? You know, I don't actually truly believe that Star Wars 1313 would have been a really amazing game. 
Sure. But it's the one we never got. And Motive yeah, was, totally. right? And it was the one we never got, but also the one that we saw. We saw a lot of it, right? We didn't see Ragtag, but people saw one, 1313. Yeah. So, we and we saw Scalebound. Yeah. I think that there was... A few an, times. A few times. And, like, there's enough there, I think, that... That they can look at that and go, okay, let's let's give this another shot. And look, Platinum can put out a game. <laughs> Platinum can get a game done. Yeah, they really can. There's no there's but then no... why was this developed for three, four years? It doesn't make any sense. Look, maybe the Xbox at that point wasn't going for that, right? Like they were they were in a pretty heavy, like pivotal moments right there was not a whole lot happening for them at that time 2015 no, this was, was it was cancelled before game pass yeah exactly what was it cancelled 2017 it's the very start of 2017 yeah like that was the beginning of them starting to turn stuff around but like yeah. that was like they were making like big decisions this might have just been a collateral of like i need to look like i'm making big decisions right now yeah maybe like i, I need to maybe. look like i'm taking control why wouldn't they do something like, say, like indefinite hiatus? You know what I mean? Like, probably because they didn't own it, or like, sorry, probably because they didn't own the studio, right? They couldn't put that studio on a different track. Yeah, and so they were like, let's just like let's True. let's cut our loss here and just like let's just move on. Funny, like I don't know. There's a million and one reasons why it could have been happening. Um, but if if it doesn't ever come out, and maybe even if it does. I really hope we get like uh, a full-on investigative report or even a documentary on, chasing on, like the ghost on, of Scalebound. Scalebound. I think I, I think if if it doesn't if it doesn't come out to Scalebound, then if it does, if it does, if Scalebound does not come out, then we will get another game that is that is what Scalebound was. Yeah, Platinum have in, have said over and over again that they would love to do a game like that again. Ah. Uh. It's funny. It's interesting. It's it's um. It seems almost doomed to fail in a way. <laughs> you know what I mean? I know what you mean. Yeah. Uh. Well, that's about it. We have a we have a suggestion in chat for what are our predictions for what happens to Fortnite. I think we might cover that in the post show over on Twitch TV. Uh. Have a bit of time. I need a, I need to marinate on that one a little bit because <laughs> they've just had a big shake up there. So we'll we'll sit on that one. We'll have a chat about it in the chat on Twitch. Um. But that's it. That's about it for us for this week, everybody. We'll be back next week, every week thereafter, uh, for the rest of the year. But uh, yeah, that brings us to the end of the episode. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, make sure to listen to next week's episode. Now, Jeremy, we've got this. I'm, I'm running off script a little bit here, but number one three seven of the of the minimap cast next week mm-hmm. it says the topic of the show is Halo. Does that seem right to you? Halo? Yeah, uh, the topic of the show is you can have this one. Ah, Halo. it's a it's a Yichto. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Okay. Cool. So, right. I'll, ne- I'll, I'm I'll thinking write that like next we time. we already ranked Halo. What is that? Yeah. <laughs> so, next week we're doing a you can have this one. We're back with another you can have this one where we try to design our most ideal Armchair next design. iteration of a popular franchise next week is going to be Halo. And, you know, devs, if it's good enough, you can just have that one. You can have this one. You can just have it. Uh, <laughs> there it is, everybody. You can have this one. 
Uh, the best way to make sure you don't miss that episode is to follow all of our socials at MinimapAU. Uh, you can follow us individually too. Uh, Jeremy, where can they follow you on Twitter? Uh, at obi one Jez on my brand new iPhone 14 Pro Max. <laughs> <laughs> I love this phone. I'm so happy I got a new phone. <laughs> that was like, that was, that was a, that was a, that was an unpaid advertisement right there is what that was. It is so big now and it's fast. <laughs> it's just the same Twitter. It's bigger. bigger it's still tw- the same garbage fire, Jeremy. Bigger Twitter. <laughs> anyway, you can also find me on the, on the, in the garbage fire on Twitter at KJ Palmer underscore 24. If you're on Hive, I'm not, uh, just let me know and I'll tell you what it is. Uh, you can also head to minimap.com.au for everything else Minimap related, including the mini disc podcast that is going to be coming up hopefully first week of February if we hit our targets. Yes. Again, stay tuned to our socials if you want to stay abreast of that. Uh, <laughs> so this is this is our new outro. And the latest article we just published, which was, I can tell you what it was. It was my Final Fantasy VII remake review. <laughs> <laughs> in April of 2020. But hey, that's not a bad review. It was good. It was good. I liked it. It's the only review we got on we'll, the site. It's the best review on exactly. minimap.com.au. That will be the most recent thing next week as well. But week after that, I should have something written for it. I, I'm, I'm, I'm percolating a little Star Wars something to write. So we'll see. Uh, for those of you that are here with us live on Twitch, as I mentioned before, stick around. We're going to start the post show, talk about that little Fortnite prediction question. Uh, for those of you listening later, uh, make sure to give us those Oh, so tasty five-star ratings. Yes, that's written in the script. It helps out a lot. And consider joining us next week for the live show. It's a lot of fun to interact with the chat, see you live, even if we can't respond at the time every time because we're trying to make a tight podcast. It's great to have that interaction. And we're always here before, during, and after the show. Uh, Lastly, you can help support us on Patreon if you want to help keep the lights and mics on. Uh, You can do that by heading on over to patreon.com slash minimapau and for five australian bucks you'll get 24 hours of early access for all episodes of the minimap cast as well as some more benefits all while helping us out greatly uh that's gonna do it for us for this week everybody thank you so much for listening let us know what you thought of this episode let us know what you think of our plan for the new year and uh until next week uh, uh dream on dream on dream on dream on Dream on!